I just want to um, speak very briefly. I know that's a miracle, so start praying right now. Um, but God just uh, put a short message in my heart that I wanted to share uh, with the interns, but also with the rest of the church. And I want to, I've called it today, Here I Am, Send Me. And actually, Brianna, you set me up beautifully for what God has been uh, just downloading to me this week. But God always has a heart to partner with humanity. Um, even though he's infinite, he's all-powerful, he's uh, all-knowing, he's sovereign, he's, he's great, he's mighty, he's all those things, he actually has always desired to work together with humanity. Even though he could do it all on his own, he chooses not to because he loves to work together with his children. He's always looking for people that are fully committed to him. Second Chronicles 16.9 says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. This past year, the interns have been, it's been such a great year of seeing five people whose hearts are fully committed to Jesus. It's been awesome to watch how God has been able to, to work in you, to work through you. And it's been an absolute adventure to see each of them grow in their faith, uh, in their knowledge and understanding and their confidence, and in their love for Jesus and their love for people. So I want to say this morning, well done, interns. Well done. Yes, that deserves a clap. Thank you for giving yourselves entirely to Jesus uh, these last nine months. It's been amazing. Um, we as a church are blessed because of your commitment. Um, this city is blessed because of your commitment. Proverbs 11, 11 says that through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. And I believe that not just because of the interns, but because of the work that God is doing in every single person in this church and in every church in Kingston that calls on the name of Jesus, God will actually exalt this city because he has a plan and he has a purpose and we just get to be a small part of that. But it's exciting that there's actually a promise in the word of God that says that through the blessing of the upright, of you and I, of the people that he has set apart and chosen, he will actually exalt a city. So what you are, interns and the rest of the church, you are part of making history in this city, in the city of Kingston. We are, you are history makers in this place, in this time. But aren't you glad that it doesn't end here? This internship, like Bree said, really has just been a launching pad uh, to gain more confidence in being who God has called you to be. Um, a season of equipping uh, so that you can actually travel down the road that God has chosen for you. But aren't the rest of you glad that growth and fulfillment are not limited to an internship? Because it's been awesome that you guys can take it, but not everybody can, can set aside nine months. So I'm so glad that this journey is not just for a particular program, but it is for everybody that has a heart to serve Jesus, to dive into him, and to dig into what he has called each and every one of us to do. Because the reality is that God has called each and every one of us to be his messengers, to be light in a dark world. The gospel in itself is good news. The gospel is life change. The gospel is hope. Sharing the gospel is our task, not just the five people right there, but it's all of our task is to share those good news with the people, not just a handful of people or those that are extra gifted with evangelism or speaking, but it's something that God has placed on the inside of every heart of every person that loves Jesus is to not keep those news and keep those good news and that message of hope inside of ourselves, but to share it with those around us. The word evangelism itself comes from the word evangelo in Greek, and it simply means good news. 
And I, I think after a whole semester of me nagging on this, uh, I mean sharing on this, I'm, I'm pretty sure that the interns would now know that we, we always say that evangelism isn't something that you do, but it's something that we are. It's something that we live. And, and again, I want to encourage everybody to realize that you are called, you are set apart as a messenger for Jesus Christ for such a time as this. Um, and go, what God is looking for is for each of us to live the good news every day, to be ambassadors for Jesus in a world that is filled with darkness, filled with confusion and chaos, to represent the true picture of who he is to a broken and hurting world, and to show the world that God is not dead, but he is very much alive and well, and he's eager to get involved in their world. The old saying goes, God doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. So the question then is, who is called? Is calling limited to a few people? Is calling limited to people that can set apart a year and, you know, take some time aside for, for God or for study? I actually think that the, the answer to the question of who is called is a lot easier than we think, and Brianna set me up beautifully for this. I actually believe that it's more a matter of response than it is a matter of the call. Because the call has actually already gone out. In Isaiah um, chapter 6, he, Isaiah has this encounter with the Lord, and he hears the Lord speak to him, and he says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and whom will go for us? See, God is looking for people who are willing to take up the baton and to run the race, people that are willing to be messengers of, at their workplace, in their schools, in their sports teams, in the grocery store, at the gym, to the marginalized, to the wealthy, to your neighbor. If there's one thing that we've experienced this, uh, this spring semester, and, and please nod and say that you believe this, right, is that it's not that hard to share the good news, right? Right. Yeah, they they're like, yes, we so agree with that. Um, but we started this course in, in this spring semester called Personal Evangelism, and some of them were like, <laughs> what? We're going we're gonna to like, what? Um, but you know what? We all realized it's so simple. It's just living like Jesus and loving like Jesus to those around us. And it's for all of us. The good news is meant for all of us just to share to the broken world around us. See, God is looking for people that will respond to that call. The call has gone out to every single one of us. But I believe that God today is still asking the same question. Whom can I send? Who will go for me? It's up to us to determine, each of us, if we are ready to answer that question. I want to leave you with three super simple keys in how to say yes to that call. And interns, I want to challenge you to take what you've learned in this internship and continue to doing, continue doing what God has asked of you. And to the rest of us, I want you to just take what God is saying today when he's saying, will you go for me? Three simple keys to say yes to that question. Key number one, be ready. Key number one is be ready. It's as simple as that. First Peter 3.15 says, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give reason for the hope that you have. There's people out there that just need to know, why do you have hope? Why do you have joy? Why do you have stability in your life? How can you live the way you live? And we have the same circumstances, but you live differently. Always be ready to give an answer for the hope that you have. Second Timothy 4.2 says it this way, preach the word, 
Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Be ready at all times to share with people. Share the good news. Share the gospel. And what I've learned is people are a lot more open than we think they are. People may not be interested in organized religion, but they are interested to, uh, to have a real relationship with a real God in their real world. And we need to be ready to share about that real God. See, the gospel is not just about come and see, but it's about go and do. Go out there. Go to the people. Go to your workplace. Go to your school. Go to your sphere of influence and share what God is doing in your life. Someone's eternity may depend on it. And not just that, someone's quality on, of life here and now may depend on it. Are you ready? Key number two says be available. See, God isn't looking for our ability. Aren't you thankful? Because <laughs> honestly, oh, anyhow, that's a whole other story. He can work that one out. Let's just say that. He can work on ability, but he is looking for our availability. Think about how, how the early church had to be ready and available at all times. God would speak to them, and he would say, you know, go here, go there, go down this road, go down that road. And they just had to be ready at all times to do exactly what he wanted them to do. And that was without a GPS, okay? It was without social media. Even though they had the original GPS, they had God's positioning service. And it was very specific, you know what I'm saying? He would be like, walk down this street and then turn that way and go to that house and speak to this guy, right? They had to be available. When he said go, they said, yes, sir. That has not changed. In order for us to say yes to the call that has gone out there where God says, are you ready? Are you willing? Who can I send? Will it be you? We just need to be ready and we just need to be available. Everything else God can work out. But we need to make ourselves available. I believe that the, the key is that many times we're looking for the entire roadmap for what God wants to do. But he's just waiting for us to take the first step. And so many times I think we're standing on the edge and going, okay, God, when you, when you lay it all out and when you show me exactly where I'm going to go, how I'm going to do it, who am I going to do it with, and what way I'm going to do it and what I'm going to say, then I'll go. And he's sitting up there going, are you available? Are you ready? Then you take a step, and as you take one step, I'm going to start unfolding the next step, and the next step, and the next step, and the next step. It's actually just as easy as that. I don't think it's so much about our ability as it is about our willingness to listen to him, because he will guide you step by step by step. Isaiah 50 verse 4 says, The Lord has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. If your ear is tuned in to Jesus, there is no limitations as to what he can do in you and through you. You just need to make yourself available to him. And the last key is this. Key number three, be willing. So not only do you need to be ready, not only do you need to make yourself available, but you need to be willing. Be willing to step out. Be willing to take a chance. Be willing to overcome your fear and your hesitation. Be willing to trust him in every moment. Be willing to lay down your own agenda. And be willing to let God's love for people get greater than your fear of the unknown. Be willing when he says go. See, Jesus loves people. 
Jesus loves people so very much. And I know that's one thing that, that has been stirred up through the spring semester when we've talked about evangelism is how much Jesus loves people and how much he wants to see them come into a relationship with him. And when we realize just how much Jesus loves people, we can simply just be willing to let him love on people through us. Learn to value what he treasures and remember what your life was like without Christ and be willing to provide the answer for those who haven't found it yet. To do that, we just need to be willing. See, when God looks at someone, he has eternity in mind. All of heaven rejoices when someone receives Jesus in their life. And you and I are his mouthpiece to make that connection happen. He is still just asking who is willing to go out there and share his goodness and his mercy with them. Isaiah 6, 8, the last part of that verse where God says, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Isaiah answers and he says, Here I am, send me. Luke 10, 2 says that Jesus said to them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. The reality is that the call has gone out, the invitation has been given, the way has been provided. Now, we just need to take a step out there and invite people to join us on this journey and to be a worker in his harvest field. So my question to you intern is, interns are, will you answer the call? Will you say yes to God? And my question to the rest of you is the same. Are you willing? Are you ready? Are you available? Will you answer the call? Will you, too, say yes? I want to end with this quote by Bobby Houston. It's just captured my heart. It says this, we have one moment, one opportunity to live life here on earth, and then an eternity to marvel at the opportunity that we were given. What we do in life echoes for all eternity.